A very good day to you. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. It's Friday, May 12th. The news today brought to you by the Galleria at Crystal Run. Less than a day after Orange County Executive Stephen Newhouse received assurances from New York City officials that no buses carrying asylum seekers would be sent to the county in the near future, two buses arrived at Crossroads Hotel Newburgh in Orange Lake yesterday. The first bus arrived around 10.30 in the morning, the second at 1 in the afternoon, both greeted by police and security guards and several well-wishers carrying welcoming signs. Newhouse says about 50 people were dropped off at the town of Newburgh Hotel without prior notice to the county. We don't know anything about these individuals that are here. Where they're from, uh, what's their status, are they going to get working papers, uh, so on and so forth. This is not the way to do things. It's not the way to treat people. Several Orange County officials and members of community groups are at the hotel as the two busloads of migrants were transported from New York City. Orange County legislator Kevin Darian Lujan says they were at the hotel to welcome the migrants. We were there to, to show our support and our solidarity and, and to, to, provide, to provide any help and assistance to link the, the, the organizations that are, that are helping put this together, um, to link them to resources that are in, in the area. For the many's spokesman Aaron Nara Fernando said what should have been a positive environment for the Hudson Valley's newest community members has, in his words, been tarnished by fear-mongering rhetoric from Orange County Executive Stephen Newhouse. Congressman Pat Ryan and Mike Lawler are calling on the federal government to declare a state of emergency for New York in response to the migrant crisis. A state of emergency would authorize FEMA to coordinate efforts and would allow the federal government to identify, mobilize, and provide resources aimed at alleviation of the impact of the expected surge in the coming days, weeks, and months, says Lawler. Meanwhile, Congressman Marcus Molinaro called out Governor Kathy Hochul and New York Mayor Eric Adams for carrying out what he called an inhumane and illegal scheme to relocate migrants to hotels in the Hudson Valley. There ought to be an organized way of dealing with individuals as they come into New York. But Mayor Adams and Governor Hochul should be pressing President Biden, the leader of, of their party, our president, to confront the crisis at the border. There's nothing humane or compassionate about what's going on at our southern border or what Mayor Adams and Governor Hochul are allowing to happen now to individuals. Molinaro says the relocation to hotels is illegal because there must be licensing and permitting by county and state authorities for hotels to become shelters. More news right after this. Find over 100 retailers allowing you to spend hours shopping safely at the Galleria at Crystal Run. Enjoy the big brands and the diverse selection of family-owned stores all in one location. The Galleria at Crystal Run offers dining options for everyone with Fuji 110 Grill, Allen's Mediterranean Grill, and Peru Cuisine. Discover the Mid-Hudson Valley's premier shopping, dining, and entertainment destination, the Galleria at Crystal Run. For more information, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or visit GalleriaCrystalRun.com. Frontier Airlines, a low-cost carrier that began service from New York Stewart International Airport to three Florida cities in October 2021, will be ending its flights from the Newburgh area facility this summer. When the airline introduced its Hudson Valley travel, it flew three routes, Tampa, Orlando, and Miami, 
It currently only flies to Orlando a couple of times a week. That route will end on July 2nd, something that caught Orange County Chamber of Commerce President Heather Bell, who also chairs her regional airline attraction committee, off guard. She acknowledged that Stewart is geographically in a difficult location. It's 45 minutes from three, almost four competing airports, and it's an hour, an hour and a half from the city airport. So it, it is, it, it does, you have to have a competitive game to really make that airport successful. Representatives from Frontier and the Port Authority, which operates Stewart, did not return several phone calls and emails for comment. The SUNY Orange Board of Trustees has approved the college budget for the 23-24 academic year. That's $35,000 lower than this year's. At just over $63.17 million, the spending plan includes a 2% increase in tuition approved by the board at last month's session. The state contribution would be flat, and they're hoping to achieve a 5% enrollment increase. College President Dr. Christine Young says the school's offerings are geared toward the careers and jobs in today's world. We continue to add uh, more uh, programs that are helping students outside the classroom uh, with an emphasis on uh, connecting students to the resources they need. In the fall, SUNY Orange will be starting its Health Administration Associate Degree Program and in the second year of its Web Development Program. A $10 million grant to help with child care for workers at a proposed offshore wind fabrication facility in the Newburgh metro area was announced yesterday at the SUNY Orange Newburgh campus. The grant, through a partnership with Community Offshore Wind and the United Way, would help to attract and retain workers in Orange County's tight market, says State Senator James Scoofus. Those folks who really could use a job, they don't have transportation, they don't have child care, they have other challenges beyond that salary line. If you can't get to the place you're looking to work at, if you don't have some place to put your kid while you're working there, you can't work. Scoofus said the funding proposal would be a game changer. State Senator Rob Rollison and County Economic Development Director Stephen Gross both said the child care proposal would be an integral component of the offshore wind component fabrication project. The last two men arrested in the Operation Final Blow investigation were sentenced in Orange County Court, 34-year-old Wayne Smith of Port Jervis and 34-year-old Christian Shomo of Middletown were sentenced, Smith getting 8 to 12 years in prison. Shomo received 12 years in prison. The two men were arrested as a result of an over-four-month investigation designed to disrupt major drug trafficking in the city of Port Jervis and surrounding areas, including Pike County, Pennsylvania. A 30-year-old Monroe man has been arrested and charged with criminal possession of drugs and weapons. Josias Rivera was remanded to the Orange County Jail in lieu of bail. As alleged in court documents, police executed a search warrant at his Monroe home and recovered 46 grams of cocaine, 7.5 grams of MDMA, a loaded ghost gun, ammunition, and a large amount of cash. The search warrant was the culmination of a three-month investigation into narcotics trafficking in the area. A traffic stop on Broadway and Liberty Street in the village of Monticello resulted in the arrest of a Louisiana man on weapons possession charges. 
Officers from the state police pulled over the driver, identified as 29-year-old Christopher Clinton of Shreveport. They spotted a Glock handgun on the front passenger seat. The weapon was identified as a .380 caliber pistol with a loaded magazine. Troopers also found a box that contained additional magazines and .380 ammo. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. The news today brought to you by the Galleria at Crystal Run.